0: Hello, this is Mike Burek, host and producer of Kranitsya, The Well, a podcast series about interesting and noteworthy Ukrainians from around the globe. Today is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. This episode is produced for the Ukrainian Weekly, an English language newspaper published in the US for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. Our guest today is Oleg Drozdov, who is an architect and owner of the firm Drozdov and Partners in Ukraine, and founder of the group Roskvit. He is also a co-founder of the Kharkiv School of Architecture. Welcome, Oleg. How are you? Hello. Hello, Mike. Hello, everybody. Yeah, thank you for your invitation. So to start off with, I'd like to get some background about your education and your professional background.
1: I'm graduated in um, Archive Institute of Civic Engineering. It's like a previous number. and Now it's turned to the National University for Construction Architecture and Construction Engineering, something like that. In 1990... And um yeah and I'm um, start uh in in, in, in uh my, my career started from collapse of Soviet Union and, and my the third part of career was quite short because like the pressure came, it was like a no work for architects, and turned it to um a new profession of artist, but, but went back to architecture in nineteen ninety-six. And in particular, at that time, I, I founded a firm which later got a name, Josephine Partners, and it's more or less um, uh, 26 years old. And my my practice began from uh, like um, investment, private investment process in independent Ukraine and of uh, phase, uh, of, of of development, profession, and do environment um, uh, went through my practice.
0: And I mentioned that you were a co-founder of the Kharkiv School of Architecture. Uh, I believe you did that in 2017?
1: Absolutely, that's right. It was like an important reaction to political uh, and historical circumstances. After revolution 2014, we understood that uh, we have to respond for a new startup as a um, post-revolutionary Ukrainian society. Also to think um, towards a new uh, built environment which will be more responding to the new um, I don't know, wishes, and uh, maybe also could be part of development of civic society.
0: Know that you reside in Kharkiv. What has life been like there since the Russian invasion occurred in February of 2022?
1: yeah it's um, i may never forget never be forget this like a, a night attack and we are out with uh, with the family and it is like a several explosion what i saw from from my house and also it, it, and, and and it was like a immediately reaction we was all ready to evacuate and uh because we are uh, as the founder of the school. Uh, we uh, pre- previously spend uh, uh, a lot of time for trainee students. It was like uh, some psychological support, but we also do like um, different medical exercise and also um, maybe a little bit make some rehearsal in, in case of something happening, what we have to behave. Yeah, This is, was like a part of our school agenda. That's why mentally we was like a, quite a ready then it's happened but um yeah and also um we already start to think um how we could uh, find way to continue um, running school in that time and this is, was like a one one of the reason to um, relocate to leave for providing uh, educational process during the war. Uh, we spent quite a lot of um, effort and energy to and every office and school become somehow like a, um like a social formation and everybody help each other. And this was like a, too much logistic things, and we pick up each other, it was like uh, find a place for staying, it was like an enormous exchange of um, information and, um, I don't know, different kind
0: of helps. So I understand that you were the co-founder of the group Roskvit. I've seen it described as an urban coalition for Ukraine, consisting of a large number of domestic and international partners. When and why was this group created? It was like
1: created after several meeting with Ukrainian authorities, and I realized that it's uh, very important to bring a new level of expertise to Ukraine, but as well um, assemble all uh, all Ukrainian intellectual forces for rethinking um, our our conditions and maybe uh, to start thinking about towards uh, future transformation.
0: So what are some of the major activities that the group has undertaken so far? And is the group funded? And if so, how?
1: Mainly, uh, there's a group uh, based on relation of Harvard School of Architecture and its people, somehow involved in our curriculum or public program, or just the friends, and um, yeah, where we connected by academical and other reasons. But also, it it, it, it was like a, a logical selection of people um, who. Has experienced work in post-war situation or um, foreigners uh, who already worked in Ukraine before have experience of Ukrainian environment. And this is like a combination of an academical uh, and um, different kinds of multidisciplinary experts. But also from Ukrainian side, a lot of Ukrainians who, I don't know, have like a common language with international uh, um, experts. Uh, Now it's like um, somehow 60% of Ukrainians and 40 foreigners in in our coalition.
0: Can you explain your views on recovery and reconstruction for Ukraine? And do you believe that it needs to wait until the war is over? I think,
1: yes, for sure, we have a lot of work to do before. For us, realize what, what is like our main challenges. Also, introduce and implement values because this war, it's about uh, mindset, about um particular values and particular qualities and particular civilization, I could say. which why it's um, uh, very important to implement knowledges and, and, and feeling of future um, social formation, I don't know, our behavior, uh, understood of uh, new social energy, uh, climatic challenges. That's why it's a lot of educational work uh, we have to to do before any real action. But also uh, we face enormous replacement of the people and psychological uh, uh, effect of the war. This is means that this... Uh, Movement uh, have also built environment to react to these uh, challenges, uh, what we already facing on, and we also could think about from from urgent things how we could transform to the future thinking, from from tactical uh, some kind of uh, approaches to the more strategic and uh, it's it, it's quite a small time and and, and one of the uh, uh, to me biggest challenges is it's like a psychological recovery of the people and rebuilding process could be as a part of a process of rebuilding communities um and particular um i don't know societies to, to the new new life and uh, I think we also during the war have enormous uh, emancipation of civic society and it, it means that all process of rebuilding have to be part of uh, like um, new uh, participative uh, procedure, uh, developing of common uh, grounds between the people and new, new, new social form of co-living or, or living.
0: I've read through some of the material on the site of Roskrupp and the concept of circular construction keeps coming up. Can you define what that is? Yeah, it's it's like a, it's it's quite
1: um, it's part of our new ecological agenda. I mean, we could use a lot of things twice or more, and, and we could think about circularity because because a building uh, industry consume half of water resources, and we have. The, um, to make uh, um, decrease uh, um this impact uh, to the nature uh, as more as possible uh, and uh, uh but but also it's it's like a way of thinking and way of consuming and we have to be very active and in this is providing you know new new understanding of um, ecological um the reality is what we have in climate change. And architecture and, and building industry responsible for the uh, majority of these resources.
0: How long do you think it will take to rebuild Ukraine after the war ends? I think it's... Yeah,
1: yeah, my uh, After the end of the war, it could take uh, um, 10, 15 years. But it, it's not like... Uh, Rebuilding of um, something which only brought the war. It's uh, Ukraine becoming like a, a front line of civilization. It means we have to rebuild real opposition of, of Russian world, and, and this means that it's transformation of society and built environment at the same time.
0: Well, like unfortunately, we're just about out of time, but I did want to ask you one more question. What do you think are the major challenges for recovery and reconstruction of Ukraine? Um,
1: to me, it's it's uh, it's um, knowledges. We have like enormous lack of knowledges. Um, we have a huge lack of experts who will willing to do that. That's why education becoming like a key. Key point, uh, uh, main uh, like a base um, of uh, of of recovery. That's why, like, uh, uh, there's a providing this knowledge,s uh, which will be relevant in the future. It's it's uh, for sure. It's like a key point of recovery.
0: Well, like I want to thank you so much for coming on Klenitsia today. Thank you so much for for your question. It was great to be here. I have been speaking with Oleg Drozdov, who is a Ukrainian architect, owner of the firm Drozdov & Partners, founder of the group Roskvit, and also a co-founder of the Kharkiv School of Architecture in Kharkiv, Ukraine. And I'm Mike Burek, your host and producer of Krenitsy the Well, a podcast series about interesting and notable Ukrainians from around the globe. This episode has been produced for the Ukrainian Weekly, an English-language newspaper published in the U.S. for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. Until next time, that's all for now.